The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And welcome to First Bite, your Pride of Detroit midweek podcast where we go over everything going on in this week of Detroit Lions but this week we're doing something a little special before I get into that let me introduce myself my name is Jeremy Reisman I'm the managing editor of Pride of Detroit I am the co-host of First Bite I am the um, interim coach of the POD cast I am a man of many adequate skills (laughs) or interim skills I guess I should say I don't want to I don't want to steal anyone's brand here Uh, and with me my co-host for First Bite Ryan Matthews at Ryan underscore POD. Ryan, how we doing? I'm shoulder rolling into Wednesday. Beautiful. And Thank if you. you if you are watching on our live stream, twitch.tv slash pride of Detroit, you get a free look at that shoulder roll. <laughs> if if you are watching live on Twitch, you know that it's a special uh POD cast because we are doing something a little different this time. Um, our outlook is looks a little bit different this time because we are doing mock drafts. We are succumbing to that sweet, sweet offseason content. <laughs> the mock draft. And we're going to do a couple mock drafts uh, throughout this next 30 or so minutes, uh, going through a couple different scenarios that may happen on draft day. Um, we're going to be using the Draft Network's mock draft machine. We're using the premium edition. So, yes. There will be trades at some point. Um, so so get excited for that. I think we're going to run two or three. We're going to run through the first three rounds, day one, day two things, just to kind of get an idea of what the Lions can get in terms of potential starters, potential contributors in 2020, because obviously this is a pivotal year for the Detroit Lions. They're going to need some immediate contributors. Um, it's very exciting. Um, the Lions have a lot of draft resources. Obviously, with the third overall pick, they have the opportunity to gra- grab a lot more. Um, so I'm excited to see how this this is going to work out. Ryan, tell me you're excited. I'm ecstatic. (laughs) I'm really excited. I'm being honest though, because I think that there is something really exciting about the lions place in this draft. I think it's super exciting. All the scenarios that we can play out in our heads, you've afforded us the ability to do some trades on the draft networks, mock draft machine. So I think that only opens up even more of the possibilities that we can examine and i'm excited for this 
All right, so let's kind of break down how we're going to do this. I think with the first one, we're just kind of going to go straight through it. We're going to no trades. Just what if the Lions have that third overall pick? What would they do with it um, if they decide to stand pat and how that would affect maybe the, the later rounds as well? And since the the mock draft simulator from the Draft Network can be a little, um, let's say, unpredictable, we're going to run through as many simulations as it takes to get, I think, the two that everyone is expecting. So we're going to get Joe Burrow number one. We're going to get Chase Young number two. And then we're going to face that dilemma because any other dilemma is not really a dilemma for the Lions with that third overall pick. Am, am I fair to say that? Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. Okay, so let, let's fire it up here. We're going to be the Lions. We're going to draft three rounds. We'll use the predictive board and we'll fire her up. All right. Bro goes first. Oh, Okuda goes second. Let's let let's restart it. Because if Okuda goes second, I think we all know what's going to happen, right? We're all the Lions. Yeah, the Lions take Tua. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> easy. It's not it's not Tua talk yet. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get around to Tua talk. We're going to give you some Tua talk a little bit later in the podcast because I think that there is some legitimate Tua talk to to bring everybody up to terms with. Okay, second round went as we expected here. So we got Joe Burrow first to the Bengals, Chase Young to Washington. All right, game time here. Number three on the Draft Network's board is Tua. Then we got Derek Brown, Jeff Okuda, Jedrick Willis, the offensive tackle from Alabama. Isaiah Simmons is a popular guy out there. Um, He's number eight on the Draft Network's board. Jerry Judy. Ryan, what are we going to do? Are, are we just going to go with the pick that everyone else is going with and, and go with the Okuda? Or are you feeling someone else right now? It's a really boring pick, right? Because he's been mocked mm-hmm. to the Lions in nearly, what, 80% of the mock drafts that are out there. And then I think anybody who isn't mocking Okuda to the Lions is being contrarian for contrarian's sake. Sure. I think Okuda is the pick. I think he's a slam dunk pick, and I'll tell you why. The Lions, A, are in a pretty precarious spot with Darius Slay. Mm-hmm. B, they need help at outside corner regardless of what Darius Slay does. Because I think a lot of people are of the mindset that Justin Coleman is going to be a slot corner. I'm not totally sold on that. I think he has some positional versatility. I think the Lions are trying to get the best talent possible this season because of the constraints that they're under. So I think that in year one, Jeffrey Okuda as a cornerback stands the best chance of starting right out of the gate. Don't you agree? Maybe. I I do think you can make a pretty solid case for Derek Brown, too, though, sure. because I, th- mm-hmm. I think we can say that with, with fair certainty that defensive tackle is the biggest need for this team because they have two main contributors that are facing free agency and maybe the Lions resign or not, but Ashawn Robinson uh, and and Mike Daniels two guys that the Lions would have every right to move on from if, if they decide to. And then obviously you have the Snacks Harrison potential retirement kind of hovering over. So, you know, if the Lions do go Derek Brown's way, he's playing a significant portion of his rookie year. Maybe not technically a starter, but certainly getting um, starter-worthy snaps, you know, definitely part of the regular rotation. And he, I mean, everyone mentions how big of a fit Jeff Okuda is for his size, his man-to-man coverage. Derek Brown is just as perfect of a fit, I think, um, in this Lions defense because he's such a good run defender. And 
also because he brings a little bit of pass rush. He's Ashawn Robinson, but with a pass rush. And that to me is, is very, very compelling with the third overall pick. Yeah, it is compelling. I think it comes down to whether or not you think this regime values that corner position more or that interior defensive line spot more. And because I I think they're both huge needs. They are. It's interesting, though, because I would think a lot of fans would argue that neither of those positions are necessarily like the game changing kind of positions that you would want to spend a, a third overall pick on. Yeah, especially interior defensive line. I, I think yeah. may, maybe some fans have come around to that notion just because they saw the impact that Snacks had right after the Lions traded for him and what he did for their run defense in the immediate. I'm not saying that Derek Brown would have that kind of immediate impact, which is why I think that Okuda stands the best chance of of those two making an impact. Yeah, I think having a number two corner... Let's play out the scenarios if Darius Slay comes back and he's and he's still playing with the Detroit Lions. If you have a secondary of Darius Slay, Jeffrey Okuda, and Justin Coleman in his comfortable position within the slot, I think that that is a pretty good. I think that's a pretty good start for your defense in terms of a, a, a secondary. I don't, I don't think you can do much better than that, especially with a guy who has NFL comps to being Jalen Ramsey. Sure, and I think that's ultimately why I you know I was playing devil's advocate there. I think Jeff Okuda plays a position that's that's of utmost importance in this league. Um, I, I'm not willing to throw all my eggs in the Amani Oruwarie basket and hoping that he becomes either the CB2 or even the CB1. Um, Okuda would make the secondary very, very good um, uh, immediately. And so he is going to be our pick. I'm deciding, turning in our card, Jeff Okuda with a third overall pick. So now we'll wait, see who goes off the board. The the Dolphins got lucky enough for, for Tango Vailoa to follow him at fifth. Isaiah Simmons goes ninth. CeeDee Lamb's off the board wow. of the Colts. Epinesa, a guy that maybe a lot of people thought the Lions would take in the second round, goes to the Falcons. You know, an interesting name I saw on their go pretty early was Javon Kinlaw, who I think yeah. a lot of people are interested in the Lions if they do trade down going the what, draft network the Cardinals. Yeah, the draft network is very high on Kinlaw, so no surprise that he kind of goes in the first round there. Um, Grant Del Pete, one of the last guys taken in the first round, a safety that a lot of Lions fans are like are liking. Justin Jefferson is a guy we talked about as a, as a potential second-round pick, wide receiver out of LSU. All right, Lions back on the board. Jordan Love just came off the board. Oh, oh. bummer. Darn it. Yikes. In all um, seriousness, I don't see the Lions taking a quarterback on day one or day two. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's possible with the second or third overall pick, or second or third round pick, I should say. Um, but I'm, I'm, it's not likely. It's not likely. I think we can mostly agree. Yeah. All right, top guys on the board according to the Draft Network. J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State running back. I've seen a lot of people, you know, be a little curious about that. Um, we got another quarterback, Jacob Easton, out of Washington corner. Damon Arnett, I don't think <laughs> I don't think the Lions are interested in, in grabbing Okuda's teammate. Would be kind of interesting. Um, Zach Bond, interesting name out there. He he was part of the Senior Bowl, uh, line uh, linebacker slash edge defender out of Wisconsin. Um, Lions obviously know him a little bit w- more than than they did a couple weeks ago, having coached him up. Um, let's see, Julian Okwara, another edge out of Notre Dame. You may recognize that last name. Yes, he is related. Raquan Davis, if you want to go back to the interior, guy out of Alabama, we know lines like their Bama boys. 
Any they do. Out here? I, I think another interesting name would be Lloyd Cushenberry, which would be an immediate contender for the name bracket, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure, because it's Lloyd Cushenberry third. Yep. But you want to talk about guys who kind of prove prove some things this season, especially in a big-time football conference like the SEC, an interior offensive lineman in the second round might be a little bit rich for the Lions, but at the same time, they have a serious need at guard, and he's a big dude, 6'3", 312 pounds. Yep. I, I think that that could be a name that could be a legitimate option there as well at the beginning of the second round for Detroit. Yeah, it's it's and and even uh, I know a lot of people, a lot of local guys like Caesar Ruiz out of Michigan, another interior offensive lineman um, that that was there at the Senior Bowl. I, um, I think he was out there at the Senior Bowl. I could be wrong. Uh, nope, he was a junior. Sorry, my bad. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, uh, any any positions that you're specifically looking at here in the second round in terms of value? A lot of people say wide receivers kind of deep here. Um, you could maybe even wait a little longer on that. Um, top needs, you know, still need that interior defender, still needed a, a guard. Um, edge guys, I know everyone's a fan of edge guys. Yeah, I mean, the the board really fell in a way that I don't think is too kind in terms of names that a lot of people are familiar with. Yeah. Uh, there isn't any kind of like eye-opening skill position player. I see Justin Jefferson off the board to the Ravens. Jason uh, was gone to the Bills at 22. Yep, I, I think I think Chason's a really interesting pick for the Lions. I don't think that he'll last to the second round. I think he'll be a first round pick. Um, and then all of really the top wide receivers, like I said, Justin Jefferson's gone. T. Higgins goes at the very beginning of the second round. Even some of the running backs. If you're of the belief that Detroit should invest a you know a day two pick on a running back, which I don't think either of us agree should be the case. Uh, Jonathan Taylor off the board. DeAndre Swift off the board. How are how are you leaning? Do you think how, where do you think Detroit prioritizes? They have a need at edge. They have a need along the interior of the offensive line, and they still have that need along the interior of the defensive line as well. Yeah, I mean, personally, I really I really think interior defensive line is the biggest need. So that's kind of what I'm circling right now. Um, Jason Strobridge was a guy at the at the Senior Bowl that they they did teach that they did coach up. This might be a little bit early for him. He's 118 on the draft networks board. Raquan Davis, as I mentioned from Bama still up there. Um, to me, it's, it's, I'm, I'm eyeing either interior offensive line or interior defensive line. Yeah. I think that's a safe bet, especially in the second round. The Lions have been known to target those positions on day two. You had Graham Glasgow and Bob Quinn's very first draft go in the third round. Ashawn Robinson, like you said, those Alabama yep. interior defensive linemen, Deshaun Hand was a was a name that they moved up for on on day two in order to in order to grab as well. So, ah, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have a guy a name that's that's sticking out there at all, or are you going to put this one on me? I mean, I Zach really Vaughn would... is another one that I'm really tempted to go after just because I think the 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 Senior Bowl uh, connection there is, is strong. Yeah, and I don't think you want to discredit the fact that the Lions board doesn't look anything like this board, right? Right. Yeah. I, I think I think I think everybody learned that firsthand last year when everybody was screaming for Armani Orarie in the second round, and it's Jelani right. Tavai. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna. You're the man behind the board. I'm gonna leave this up to you, and I, I think that you can. I think you can make the right pick. <sighs> 
You know what? I, I, I know this is just kind of going with the hot name that everyone knows, but Zach Bond did improve at uh, impress, I should say, at the Senior Bowl. Could even play a little off-ball linebacker, I think, which is something that I think Lions fans would get excited about. You know, not just an edge defender, but a guy that could potentially play off-ball, could potentially play a Christian Jones type of of linebacker if necessary. Um, if the Lions, you know, figure out that that maybe extending Christian Jones wasn't the best idea. So, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger on Zach Bond here and. I can hear the booze coming from from the Twitch chat, and I don't care. <laughs> Zach Bond is a line second round pick. Yeah, I think I think at his current measurables at six three two forty, I think he would be better suited for Matt Patricia's system as that kind of off ball linebacker rather mm-hmm. than putting his putting his hand in the dirt and playing off the edge, which is an interesting interesting scenario. Should it play itself out, I don't really have. I wouldn't have a huge problem with that pick. All right. Well, now the draft network is okay. There we go. There goes Donovan Peoples Jones to Seattle. Thank goodness we don't have to debate that. Josh Uche, another guy people got excited about at the Senior Bowl, goes to the Rams at fifty-two. Raquan Davis goes to the Colts. Oquara to the Dolphins. All right. J.K. Wow, wait, J.K. Dobbins made it to the third round right before the Lions picked again. At that point, you would have kind of had to consider it, I would think, right? Oh, I, I think at the third round, you definitely have to put that in consideration. I think if the Lions move back, which we'll kind of investigate in our next scenario, mm-hmm. I think he's something that you might want to consider with a mid-second round pick. And I'm so far away from Don't going. you dare suggest trading up from the third round to get him, though. Oh no, no, no. I would never do that. I would I would mm-hmm. never do that. Just like Bob <laughs> Quinn would never do that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I would never get mad about it and then get yelled at for getting mad about it. <laughs> All right. Uh third round pick. We are on the clock. 67th overall. Interesting name right here. Jake Fromm, Georgia quarterback. I would say this was in the realm of possibilities here. I don't think it's a big need. I don't think you're drafting him to necessarily challenge Matthew Stafford, but this is around the value of where Jake Fromm should go and the Lions need a a long-term backup. Yeah, I I think personally for me, a quarterback still on day two might might just be a little bit less believable because of the situation that this regime finds themselves in, in terms of win now. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if a quarterback who you're not projecting to play, if Matthew Stafford doesn't play, we see what happens to this team. So I I think they're going to want to get more contributors at this point, in the draft. I think at this point, you're really looking at a couple of positions, interior offensive line. They still need a guard. That's a huge need for this team. And you might be looking at a slot receiver. If they can, if they can get a, a slot receiver, I think that that would be another need. And we still have an address interior defensive line. Wow. I cannot wait for the lions to trade back in this draft. Right. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's exactly what's going through my mind at this point, because now that we're yeah. in the third round, we're kind of running low on players that will contribute in their rookie year. And we are still running long on the lions team needs and granted free agency is still uh, a month away. And, and a lot of that will change what the Lions needs are but right now we're looking at a ton of lines unaddressed needs and not a lot of picks left to to fill them and it's making me stressed out I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah yeah there, there are an awful lot of awful lot of holes still to fill 
All right, so some names that, that jump out to me is, is Strobridge. We mentioned him last round. Um, still around out of North Carolina, interior defensive line. Um, in terms of wide receiver, Denzel Mims, another guy who was at the Senior Bowl who impressed uh, a lot. of And K.J. Hill as well. Both mm-hmm. those guys, potential slot guys, potential wide receivers that I think could really fit what the Lions currently need. Ooh, that's tough. I kind, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm not huge on getting a, a skill position players with all the defensive needs this team currently has. Um, but man, uh, it's, it's tempting to go with one of those two. Yeah, I think personally for me, I'm looking at the interior defensive line because Jason Strobridge was an interesting name at the Senior Bowl, and he would be your prototypical like three tech guy. Yep. Versus, if you want to take the top guy on the bar or the top guy on the board, Rashard Lawrence from <clears throat> from LSU, that's going to be more of your typical like two gap ability. You know, lining up as a, as a one tech. So I think that he he could play a little bit of that, and he could like stack centers, and and mm-hmm. he could you know, kind of hold his own as, as a run suffer should, should they need an insurance policy for snacks Harrison. But I'm really thinking at this point, Detroit addresses one of two needs, either their interior defensive line or their interior offensive line. All right, let's look at some of those interior offensive line guys that are still around Logan Stenberg out of Kentucky, Tyler. Biad- oh no. Biadez <laughs> out of Wisconsin, Damian Lewis out of LSU, any of these guys jumping out to you? Shane Lemieux out of Oregon. Man, we're in the third round. We're we're getting a little bit we're getting a little bit deep for my for my research. Yeah, but, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to defer to you here on on the overall pick here because I made the second round pick and that's how I'm deciding this is going. Okay, fine. Um, I, I think I think Detroit at this point they need an insurance policy for Snacks Harrison. I don't think they I don't think they even have that on the roster right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw out Richard Lawrence. LSU. I think okay. he's pick. All right. Richard Lawrence, 81st overall on the draft networks board, going 67 to the Lions. Uh yes, Biadez was still available. Um probably Maybe the pick there as well. I think if if the Lions were going to go with an interior offensive lineman, he may have been the guy. Um, but that's it. That is our three round pick, three round mock draft with no trades. We got Jeff Okuda third overall um, after the top two picks that we all think is going to happen happen. They go and grab Zach Bond out of Wisconsin with the third or with their second round pick, and then in the third round, the Lions go get. Rashard Lawrence out of LSU defensive tackle. Now you look at what we got. We got ourselves some defense. We got ourselves a lot of defense. Uh, yeah. Knocked out potentially both edge and linebacker as a need. You knock out cornerback as a need and defensive tackle. Um, not bad. We we put some. We put a little bit of. Uh, uh, we chipped away. We chipped away. Chad, how do you think we did? Before we go to break, I want to hear grades on our on our three round mock with no trades. Now, now hopefully you're grading on a curve here. These are, (laughs) these are based on not being able to trade. Would you be happy? Would you be mad? Give me thumbs up, thumbs down. Give me some grades. I want to know how you think we did. And if you're listening, go ahead and, and uh, throw some comments in our, in our chat and see which ones you like the best. Um, But uh, 
while while we get in our grades and, and I'll tell you some of the grades we got in our chat when we come back from the break. But when we come back, we're going to do some trades. We're going to go a little bit quicker, but we're going to make some trades. We'll, we'll probably do one or two scenarios where we trade. Maybe one where we do like a little trade down and then one with a big trade down. So make sure you stay tuned and we're going to do some trading when we come back on the POD cast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we are back with our midweek podcast known as first bite we are in the middle of mock draft wednesday that's when we're recording this we're recording if you just tuned in i don't know how you just tuned in the middle of a podcast but we just completed our first mock draft which didn't involve any trades chat gave us about a b an incomplete a shrug emoji um if that's great a grade um we didn't do any trades so i think that is the result of, of a lot of kind of unenthusiasm. Um, but we went all defense, got an okay draft, but now let's have a little bit of fun. Let's do some trades. Now, uh, the draft network allows you to do a trade on their little draft mock machine. If you're, if you're an advanced member, um, basically if you pay for it, so you're welcome, everybody. Uh, all right. So draft goes as expected. Joe Burrow one chase two. So two is there at three. Are you are you are we doing two a talk right now or no? I, I think let's do two a talk right now while we have okay. a chance, right? Yep, let's do it. Hold on. Two. Two. All right, all right. There is two a talk. Ryan, what do we got? What what is this week's Tua Talk? Yeah, I think the big news with Tua Talk is an update to yes. some Tua Talk that originally was the reason why Tua Talk even became a thing. And it's because there's an update on his injury. And it looks like Tua is doing just about as well as possible. Everything from his three month CT scan says that his hip is healed. It's doing as as best as it can right now. All the talk about moving up to get a guy like Tua is only going to be even accelerated at this point because people were most worried about getting that CT scan and that mm-hmm. CT scan coming back positive and about as positive as it could is something great for teams interested in Tua. And if teams are interested in Tua, then that's something that's awesome for Detroit. It makes this trade makes the lines pick all the more valuable in an instance like this. So we are going to you take advantage of the good two news. We are going to trade the hell out of this number three spot. Now I've been messing around with this before. I think 
I think the first one, let's just go with what everyone is predicting here. Trade down with the Dolphins, the needy team at five. Now, the Draft Network's virtual Dolphins GM has been a bit stingy here. Um, we I've even seen a mock draft that says the Lions could potentially get the 18th overall pick in addition to the fifth overall pick. Throw that out of the window. That's not going to happen. This won't even let you get the second first-round pick at 26 overall. So we're going to try this, their, their first second-round pick. So the Lions would trade their third, move down to fifth, and pick up a second-round pick, the 39th overall pick. I've tried this before, and it didn't work. Let's see what they do this time. Yeah, we got denied. So we are going to respond by giving a six. So we're going to trade the third overall pick and the Lions' sixth overall pick to try to get that fifth and second round, top, their top second round pick. See if that works. This is guys, right? Boom. It happens. So now the Lions have an additional second round pick. The Dolphins go. They take themselves to Tungo Vailoa as expected. Then Isaiah Simmons goes forth to the Giants. So they don't even pick the offensive tackle, whether it's Jedrick Willis or, or, or whoever, Tristan Wirfs, whatever, Andrew Thomas. They go linebacker, which leaves the Lions in a beautiful situation right now with Derek Brown and Jeff Okuda still on the board in addition to an offensive tackle. I mean, the Lions kind of need an offensive tackle, so it should be part of the conversation. This is also maybe a more acceptable time to go offense, go with Jerry Judy, go to CeeDee Lamb. Are any of those, you know, I mean, here's the thing. There's so many good options here. A second trade down is certainly possible. Maybe we'll play with that idea with, in, in another mock draft, but I think I think a second trade down would still be on the cards here. Oh, yeah. I think a second trade down would definitely be in the cards, and that's something that a CBS mock draft did today for the Lions where they traded back from three to five, and then the Colts were the team that traded up to five uh, to grab a quarterback themselves. So I think that trading back multiple times is a... I don't want to call it a dream scenario because I think this in and of itself is a dream scenario. The Lions have the opportunity to choose either Derek Brown or Jeffrey Okuda still, and they added a prime second round pick. Yeah. I don't want to be really boring, Jeremy, because we already took Jeffrey Okuda, but I feel like you still need to take Jeffrey Okuda with this pick. You do. And, <laughs> and look, I mean, let's not complicate it like this. Yeah. If, if we were going to make Jeff Okuda the choice before we got to make it here. And so we're going to do that. And I know it's going to be boring taking the same one twice, but obviously the rest of the draft is going to play out a little differently. The Lions have two second round picks now, so that should be change things significantly and who knows how the things fall. So we're going to take Jeff Okuda again. Um, see how the rest of it plays out. There goes Derek Brown. Kinlaw again in the top 10. Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb go back to back. Andrew Thomas falls all the way to 14. Chase on goes again in the first. A big run on wide receivers right there with there Judy and Lamb and, yep. and Henry Ruggs. More wide receivers too. Dang. Seems like a lot of edge guys are going right there too. All right. Oh, Jeremy's an idiot and did a one-round mock. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Idiot. You ruined it. I ruined everything. All right, we're going to run this through real quick. Speed draft, speed draft. All right, perfect. Same first two draft picks. 
Let's do our trade wheel real quick. Hopefully it'll work out with the dolphins. <laughs> Jeffrey, mm-hmm. yes, an adequate host. Boo this man. Finger wags. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. You, people are giving you the Darius Slay finger wag in the chat. Oh, someone's <laughs> subscribed to Darius Slay's Twitch channel. Well, you know what? I'll rage right back at you guys. Boom. Dolphins accepted the offer. Same two picks, right? Yeah, Jeffrey. Oh, wait, no, they they didn't go Isaiah Simmons this time. They went Jedrick Willis, the Giants, but doesn't matter. Okuda's there. We're taking Okuda. Chill out, everybody. All right. Maybe maybe things will fall better this way. Look at that. Kinlaw fell out of the top 10 this time. So now things are going to work out perfectly. You're all going to love me. More running backs. Run on cornerbacks. Every time the Bills take AJ Epinesa. Yeah, except for that time that they took uh, Chase on. Nope, every time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, lines are up. Let's see. We got Jordan Love this time. Uh, Don't tease me, Jeremy. Uh, DeAndre DeAndre Swift. um, Also, J.K. Dobbins still available. Zach Bond still there. Terrell Lewis, edge guy out of Alabama. We could go interior offensive line this time. Um, Ross Blake, Black Lock. Ooh, that is a dangerous name to to say. Uh, Defensive tackle still on the board. Um, Any names jumping out to you? Do you want to look at a specific specific position here? What do we got at wide receiver? Good question. Look at the. Let's look at the top wide receivers. Not. A ton. So let's see how many have been taken so far. Wow, we've already had seven go off the board. Holy smokes. Well, then there has to be somebody available that the Lions can grab. I mean, if if you want to go early, we talked about Denzel Mims and KJ Hill. Those guys are still available, but maybe not the best uh, value here in the second round. Yeah, it seems a little bit pricey. Let's take a look at what we have along the defensive line, whether or not it's interior defensive line or it's somebody off the <clears> edge. All right, here's the edge guys that are available. Terrell Lewis out of Alabama, Zach Bond out of Wisconsin, Aquara out of Notre Dame, Uche is there from Michigan, Bradley and Nye, a guy that, that also stood out at the Senior Bowl. You want to go over to defensive tackles? Yeah, let's take a look at defensive line. Ross Blacklock out of TCU, Raquan Davis out of Alabama, Strobridge, Justin Matubuike. I hope that's how you pronounce it. Texas A&M. Marlon Davidson, Richard Lawrence. What are you feeling? We we got two picks coming up, so this is 35 and we also have 39. Alright, the last position I want you to take a look at is interior offensive line. Is there anybody who would be worth taking at guard? Is Cushionberry off the board? Cushionberry is off the board, but he's the only one off the board. Hmm. So you got Ruiz out of Michigan, Matt Hennessy out of Temple. And that, that run of seven wide receivers really throws a kink in my plan because I was definitely on grabbing a wide receiver at this point. Chat wants Natane Moody. There's also uh, Bayadez. I'm sorry, I keep mispronouncing his name. I don't know how you say it. <clears throat> Since there's only one off the board, interior offensive line is good. We can also wait three picks and, and maybe pick offensive line there as well. What are you feeling? I, I got a name for you. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Julian Oquara. Really? And I'm gonna say Julian Oquara for for a couple of reasons. One, 
I think that he has he has the size and he has the frame Huge. to add weight and become an edge guy, or the Lions can use him much in the same way that they use Devin Kennard or that they use Christian Jones. I think that he provides some versatility for them. I think that a player like Aquara would would be a welcome addition to to Detroit. I just highlighted a a sentence from the Draft Network's profile of him. It says run defense is not his strong suit. Oh brother. <laughs> um although Marino says he really likes his upside as a stand up three four offensive linebacker defensive defending the run. So different different strokes, different folks. That's true. I think Uche might be I don't know if he's small to play that off ball linebacker position, but I don't. It's funny if you go to his if you go to his comp though from Marino, it's Devin Kennard. <laughs> <laughs> that that is interesting. Yeah, um, he would definitely be a cheaper version. That's for yeah. sure. Let's make mm. the Michigan people happy. Let's go Uche. You want to go Uche? All right, we're going Uche. And then let's see who goes in between us: Terrell Lewis, DeAndre Swift, Jeff Gladney. So. Still all those offensive linemen on the board. Still defensive tackles we didn't really look too much at. Um, let's look at the defensive tackles real quick. Only one off. No, sorry. Three off the board. Derek Brown, Kinlaw, and Gallimore. Um, so we got Strobridge. We got Raekwon Davis, Russ Blacklock. Or do you want to go interior offensive line? I feel like let's go interior offensive line. We haven't. We, we've gone defense with these first two picks. Who do you like? You want to you want to go back to back Michigan picks? Go Caesar Ruiz. Hey, this would this would definitely please an awful lot of our our listeners if we take Caesar <laughs> Ruiz. Our chat, one guy in our chat, Jay Ruffy, is re- really all about Fresno State's Natane Moody. I Got just nothing. don't know. I just I just don't know if it's too rich at this point to take yeah. him. It, it but but it might not be because and I, and I say this. In, in all earnest, he, I don't know. He he has injury red flags, Achilles injury in 2018, uh, a Liz Frank, Liz Frank injury in 2019. Yeah, that's you're talking about a guy with a lot of red flags in terms of injuries. Okay, let's stay away. Sorry, sorry, chat. We're gonna we're gonna stick. We're gonna well. Okay, so we also have a third round pick. We can't forget about right. I don't want to be boring. Zach Bond is still on the board. <laughs> we already got yeah, Uche, though. Yeah, it's just, no, no. I'm vetoing that. Do you want to go like Raekwon Davis? I don't Into mind that But also, what about Blacklock? Could do Blacklock. He's got the goods, according to Marino from, from the Draft Network. I always like guys and who have power. I like guys who have power and juice. Power and juice. NFL comp, Gerald McCoy. That sounds pretty good. Wouldn't you like to have Gerald McCoy in the second round? That'd be great. Also has a 2018 Achilles injury, though. I mean, I think, yeah. I, one of the interesting summaries that uh, Kyle Krabs writes on the Draft Network is Ross Blaylock is a scheme-diverse talent who has all the physical tools needed to be a disruptive presence up front on an NFL defensive line. 
All right. So he would, me. he'd be your three tech. You want a pass rusher? You got a pass rusher. Let's do it. Let's let's throw the Achilles injury into the trash and do it. Dump Michael it. Davis. Trash it. It's garbage. Get rid of we it. No, we know they love their their Bama boys, so we're we're doing it. But oh, we're going we're going Raekwon Davis? What, did I just click the wrong person? Who did I say? Whoops. I'm being adequate again. I'm sorry. No, you're not being adequate. You just took the Alabama player because you wanted to. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the Lions All got right. a defensive lineman. <laughs> I just need someone in the back of the room to to yell uh, a Wisconsin running back to me, and the and I'll listen to him. Brian Calhoun. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones goes right before the Lions' third round pick. Sad, sad. Look at all these Michigan guys. Where are all the Michigan State guys in this draft? That's my question. I don't know. Interior offensive line, Jeremy. The Lions need to address it. They don't have a guard yet. They didn't go get one in free agency. What are they going to do? Uh, I like like Tyler Bad. One of these days, I'm going to learn how to say his name. But he's still available. You want to go there? Nick Harris, not the punter from the Lions a few years ago. The guard from from Washington, Moody is still up there. Do you think they take a chance on a guy like Moody, regardless of the injuries? I don't know. It's it's tough to me. Offensive line is one of those positions you don't mess around with the injuries because, like, especially leg injuries. Like I mean, you said, Achilles and Liz Frank, like lower body injuries for an offensive lineman can just be so devastating to a player's career. Yeah, I, I think I think that. Mm, yeah, I just I, I think injuries are a big turnoff, especially for, especially for this regime. I don't think they've taken really any guys. I don't think they've taken any guys in the draft who have had big time red flags when it comes to injuries. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's take, let's take your guy whose name you cannot pronounce. Boom, Wisconsin dude. Tyler Baez. All right. That is our three-round mock. So we got Jeff Okuda with the fifth overall pick after picking up a second-round pick from Miami and also sending away our sixth. Uche with our next pick, 35th overall. Raquan Davis, where I kind of messed up. Whatever. We still got an interior defensive player. <laughs> and then out of Wisconsin, Tyler Baez. Baez. All right, chat. What do we think about that one? We want to do one more. Think we can do better. Mm-hmm. One more. Let's move Udo back Udo Udo further Udo in the draft, though. All right, we got to do this one quick, though. We're running up against it. We're already running into more like an hour mini podcast instead of our, our, our thirty minute one. So let's go quickly. Hey, while we're, we move we're not, on, we're not going to have a whole lot to talk about. We're just going to be grabbing guys because I'm assuming it's going to be pretty similar to what's True. been available, right? Yep. All right. Let me make a quick snapshot of this one before I forget it. We're going to call it mock draft two. Cool. All right. Exit that mock draft. Mock draft number three on its way. We are going to do some monster trading down. Y'all ready for this? Don't forget that it's three rounds, Jeremy. Thank you. All right. And if they screw this up at the top, we're going to restart it. Burrow first. Okuda second. Are we going to accept this or restart it? We're going to accept it because we're just going to pretend like it was 
Like it was Chase, Chase Young? Young? Okay. Pretend that yeah. Chase Young went to. We're going to trade back anyways. Do we want to start with the Dolphins or do we want to try someone else? Oh, no. Let's trade all the way back to 13. Let's trade Thir- back to the Colts. Ooh. You want to trade the back Colts? to the Colts? The Colts are picking up the phone and they're like, hey, we need Tua. He's our guy. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what the Colts have to offer, first of all. They got a couple second rounders. We could try to grab them both. Yeah. Let's see if we can get both of them. Anything else we want to just just test out, like maybe try a fifth in there as well? Um, no, I think that we can just get both their second round picks, and that's I, well, I would be comfortable it. with that trade. I'm throwing in a fifth anyways. Boom, we got an extra fifth out of it. All right, Success. So, so the Lions now have, hold on. Uh, they have 13, obviously. And can I see, how do I see what picks we have? All right, before Guys, we make Chase, Chase Young's on the board. <laughs> what? Wait a second. <laughs> All right, I think we have to throw this one in the trash, right? Chase Young is on the board at 13 because apparently everyone else fell asleep. Well, I think what happened is he had Chase a he, he had a Laramie my- he had a Laramie Tunsil moment. <laughs> <She> had- <laughs> Um, all right. So do we just pretend he's not there or do we restart this? I feel like we got to restart it because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> all right. The Draft Network, we love you. But sometimes you're a little goofy here. <laughs> Come on. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Why aren't you refreshing? There we go. Man, it sure would be nice to pick up an extra couple second round picks and still get Chase Young. <laughs> All right. Well, for some reason, again, Chase Young is not taken yet, but we are pretending that he is. Let's. Oh, now it's not logged in. All right. We're cutting this part out of the podcast because Draft Network is goofy. A behind-the-scenes look at Jeremy tried to log into a website. <laughs> I don't know why it logs me out. Uh, and we really got to fly through this one, too. Oh, yeah. I have Ooh, a call. Uh, All right. Start mock draft. All right. We're riding with this one no matter what happens. Logged in. Three-round mock draft, Jeremy. Done, done, done. Start it. Burrow. Chase Young. Boom. Perfect. All right. Lions are trading back. Are we going to try? Are we want to do the Colts again? Yeah, let's do the Colts because I think that opens up some interesting possibilities. All right. We're grabbing the Colts 13th pick. So we're dropping all the way to 13. We're picking up their second round pick, which is 34th overall. That's a pretty good one. That's right up at the top. And then also their 44th overall pick. And we're going to try for their fourth rounder as well. Boom. Got their fourth rounder. I, I, seems like a fair trade if you're moving all the way up from 13 to 3 to get your franchise quarterback, which they take. They do. They take Tongo Vailoa, Jedrick Wills, Herbert Okuda, Derek Brown, Judy Simmons, Becton, CeeDee Lamb, Henry Ruggs. So three wide receivers already off the board. So if you're hoping the line's drop back and get a wide receiver. Probably not the case for them to do it here, but Kinlaw's there. Ooh, we got some interesting names. We got Kinlaw. 
We got Christian Jason. Fulton. If you still, if you still want to get a cornerback, he seems to be the he seems to be like the consensus number two corner in the in the draft. Yep. Also, some offensive tackles. Hmm. Yep. Tristan Wirfs, Andrew Thomas, which is a lot of people think is the number one guy, and then your edge guys are still there. Chase on and Epinesa. A lot of good names here, but Kinlaw to me is the one that jumps out the most. He's he's that three tech that's going to get you some pass rush. That the Lions, I think the Lions need pass rush from the interior more than they do the exterior this offseason. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to make the case that they need more push in the middle, go Kinlaw. If you think that they need more you know, pressure off the edge, I think Jason's a no-brainer here. But I, I, I'm i going to side with you. Let's go Kinlaw. Boom. Kinlaw's getting drafted. We're not wasting any time here on the last mock draft of them all. All right. There goes Epinesa Chason. Also Fulton. So the top, so the number two corners off the boards. Andrew Thomas is finally off the board of the Patriots. That seems very unfair. <laughs> Del Pete. All right. We get back to back picks here. 34 and 35. Jordan Love still there. Still, still banging that drum. Zach Bond is there. Um, your running backs are there. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor. Um, your interior offensive line, Ruiz, Oquara, who we mm. skipped out on before. Raekwon Javis, a lot of the same names here. I got I got a new name, though. What you got? Xavier McKinney. Safety out of Alabama. Yes. Now, he's not your single high free safety, so you don't have to worry about him running into taking Tracy Walker's role. Mm-hmm. But I think you can see him being a guy who's a, a point of attack playing man coverage. You can see him being a tackler. You can see him moving him up on the line of scrimmage, being being a pass rusher, being an extra blitzer. I think you can do a lot of really interesting things with Xavier McKinney. So I think that he's probably a no-brainer right here, especially when you have back-to-back picks. You know what? Let's do it. Not even wasting time. McKinney, first we're improving the, the front line. Now we're improving the back end. Defense is getting better in a hurry. With the second pick, though, where do we go? Do we go back to offense? Do we try to grab uh, that interior guy, maybe a wide receiver. Let's see all the wide receivers that have gone off the board so far. How many have been picked? So this time only six. So KJ Hamler out of Penn State, Jalen Rieger out of TCU, Dominic mm-hmm. Peoples-Jones, again, KJ Hill, Denzel Mims. We haven't taken, I don't think we've taken a wide receiver yet in any of these mocks. We could we try haven't. to wait. So we, I mean, we, ha- we have another second round pick just about 10 picks away. So we could probably wait on that. Yeah, I was going to say, we, ha- we haven't had the chance really to take a wide receiver because it's been a run of six and a run of seven, and I don't think that's totally out of the realm of possibility oh, with no, how much talent there is. Yeah, yeah. I say maybe wait until this, this third, second round pick for that. Me too. So, I, I mean, I, I have the next pick if you're cool with it. Let's do it. Lloyd Is Cushenberry. Get that, interior, get that interior offensive lineman, baby. Dude, I'm kind of loving this draft already. Let's trade back to like 30. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is, is there a way that they can get 30, 31, 32? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Let's look at the top guys available now as the lines are at 44 overall, having picked up two picks from Indianapolis, trading all the way down to what was it, 13? Mm-hmm. Um, still the top running back, so Dobbins and Taylor still there. Um, Jalen Rieger, Okwara is still there. 
Brandon Ayuk, uh, Raquan Davis, a lot of a lot of options here. Um, we could go. I I kind of want to go wide receiver here though. Let's go wide receiver. We got the opportunity. Chat they wants got another to go third J.K. Dobbins. And J.K. Dobbins is an interesting pick just because it's. I mean, you just get an offensive weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm too. I'm too focused on getting a slot guy and. I think to last year's draft and I think about how some good talent fell probably too long, too low. Um, why can't I think of the Ohio state slot guy that went to Washington? Uh, Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin. He, I believe he was the third rounder. Like you can maybe get Hill in the third, but I mean, like knowing the draft networks mechanics, I could probably get him in the third, but I kind of want him now. So you want a wide receiver? I do. I think I like Jalen Rieger, even though right out of the box, he's maybe not the the most impressive slot receiver. Mm-hmm. But I think he, as a as a vertical threat, he can stretch the field. He can, but he has short bursts and quickness. He just really needs to work on route running and his feet. Yeah. All right. You know, what? I'll let you, I'll let you override me here. We'll go will Jaylen you let Rieger. me get the pick? I will. Oh, you're so sweet. Rieger right, could be Jay one Rieger. of those guys. Rieger could be one of those guys who gets drafted at the end of the first round, though. So I think that's a I think that's a big get in the second round. Sure. All right. Coming up on our last pick, 67th overall. Here it comes. There goes Uche at 57. Oh. Mims goes at 59. KJ Hill's still on the board, though. Dang. All right, Lions on the board with their last pick of this mock draft. Let's look at the top guys overall. According to the Draft Network's rankings, Ashton Davis, safety out of California. Jake Fromm, still there. Kyle Duggar, a lot of safeties, although we've already picked one, so maybe not the spot to go. Prince Tega Wanaogahu, definitely a name bracket guy. And let's, let's not undersell what need uh, offensive tackle is, but we got to make this pick quick. So I'm just going to give you full, full uh, power here. Make All a right. pick. Ready? Yep. Bryce Hall, cornerback, Virginia. There's your outside corner. Boom. Done. Oh, almost clicked the wrong guy again. Bryce Hall is your pick. So let's go over this final mock draft where the Lions traded from three to 13 picked up two second round picks and also a fourth round pick that isn't part of this mock. They get Kinlaw 13th overall great pick out of South Carolina. Then go Xavier McKinney out of Alabama. Another good value pick at uh, a position to need get Lloyd Cushenberry to, to lock down that right guard position. Jalen Rieger with their second or yeah, sorry, their third second round pick. To, to fill up that that slot role, give lines a little more depth at wide receiver, and then finally round things out by getting that n- really needed cornerback in Bryce Hall out of Virginia. Guys, how do you like this pick? How do you is is this this has to be your favorite draft, right? It's got to be. I think we're going to end up spending. I mean, if you didn't have to take a call right now, we could probably spend the next fifteen minutes off air just running through mock draft scenarios. So <laughs> right. And I, I think the thing we learned here is that maybe we shouldn't be so averse to trading far out and just loading up on draft picks. And now, again, we're kind of viewing this from the standpoint of the Lions' needs now, and a lot of that's going to change with free agency. But 
given, I mean, it's not free agency isn't going to change everything. This team is still going to have plenty of needs. This team is still going to need to lock up as much talent as they can. And in that instance, like having the third overall pick is a big opportunity, a big opportunity to get a lot of picks, to accumulate a lot of players. And it's one that maybe we should consider more than just, you know, circling Jeff Okudo or, or, or Chase Young. Absolutely. I think, I think what you saw in not so much in the second scenario, because moving from three to five and picking up just that extra second round pick didn't really do a ton for me. And I think it's really getting that early second round pick that the lions got where they're picking essentially back to back that we had in that last draft. I think that that even opened up more possibilities and more doors by getting two picks in the second round. Yeah. Because as someone mentioned in our chat, I think it was Jeffrey, like five picks in the top 70 is something that this team would really benefit from because you're getting contributors, I think, with all five of those picks. And we we nailed down one, two, three guys who could be potential starters. All right, that's going to wrap up for our mock draft midweek first bite podcast. If you liked what you listened to, make sure you rate, subscribe us to us on, on all your podcast platforms. If you want us to do this again, I had a blast. I'm totally willing to do it again, but let us know in your review. Until then, uh, we will have maybe another POD cast this week. Um, Stay tuned to our Twitter. Uh, We'll have updates on that because I am going on vacation. So um, until a couple weeks from now, I say goodbye. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon.